2: Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your SmackDown review for November 10th, heading into November 11th, which is my dad's birthday. Happy I was broadcasting 10. from my sister's place last weekend for her birthday, and now I'm back in the city because my dad's birthday is tomorrow and we're celebrating there. So this is just my Studio B, if it would seem. But we thank you so much for... Tune in to talk some SmackDown with us, guys. Get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats at humperchats.com. Please leave a thumbs up on this video if you would be so kind. It really does help people find us in the algorithm and gets those views up, and we always appreciate it. And most importantly, why don't you go on over to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe. Tons of news coming out on FightfulSelect.com as well as bonus shows. You had your crown jewel sands of blind post show <laughs> and darn it if only there was somebody who could come in and talk to us about what might be coming up on Fightful Select if only Sean Ross Sapp were here right now to discuss the- oh my gosh
3: you mean the guy who writes all those things online in the blog and people it's hate it and
2: potatoes they just
3: say that he complains all the time that guy no I mean
2: that part's true but
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: hi Sean
0: Hi guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. I'm going to be here for a few minutes. Uh, yes. We're going to have war games related news on Fightful Select. But today on Fightful Select, we had a bunch of backstage news about tonight's Smackdown. If you have never checked out a lot of the information that we dropped there, uh, it is match orders, producers, a lot of segment lengths, even referee assignments. They're very, very in-depth. And then the day after, we give you a bunch of additional news as well. Uh, but some of the things uh, coming out of SmackDown tonight, obviously War Games match being planned on the women's side as well. I'm going to have some more details on the stuff on the men's side on Fightful Select. Uh, Nick Aldis appearing on screen as a GM, but he is still doing uh, individual producer assignments for those of you uh, that are asking. And this LWO feud, this this split has been planned for Quite some time. I think that they, they've they planted the seeds pretty well. Some interesting stats from this show. I had tweeted uh, a couple weeks ago something like, Oh, they're running back a, a match from 2007 with Carlito and Bobby Lashley. They have never wrestled each other in a singles match on TV before tonight. It was wow. the first time ever. They had had some uh, like house show matches. They wrestled in Puerto Rico. Of course, they had, you know, the fast lane stuff. They had appeared in. Royal Rumbles and stuff together, the first ever singles match these two had. And this was uh, Kyrie Sain's first SmackDown match in front of an audience since 2019, because a lot of her work was done uh, actually during the pandemic. Also, I got no, our news from the uh, internal live reports, highest grossing non-PLE in WWE history of the Columbus market tonight. Obviously, some good stuff there. Um, I think they mentioned on the air that Corey Graves had his had his child this week. So uh, I had heard right like around then, somebody was like, "You're gonna like the the commentary update," and I thought he kicked ass. This was he, he was this. he was fantastic. Sean, was fantastic.
2: CM Punk wants to commentary. Does that mean he's was, coming back?
0: I thought it was CM Punk. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> CM Punk um he, grace and waller before so listen I, even if people in the company are told hey don't make cm punk references grace waller does not care he's gonna troll office. he's gonna do what he wants and he's gonna be even more encouraged because of cm punk like <laughs> I've, I've had some dealings with Grayson waller i know exactly what he's going to do here
2: <laughs> uh, he's
0: he's very smart you walk right that. into
2: that fire sean ross
0: Simp, exactly. simp Ross
2: I forgot what he called you, but, uh, there you were the victim of a simp. Sean
0: Ross. Simp. There was actually oh, one oh, of my oh, trolls oh. that used to call me that. And he <laughs> thought that Grayson Waller was shouting him out as if I hadn't done an interview with Grayson Waller a week and a half prior to that. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. As if he's not a heel on television and not just a dweeb on Twitter, but guys, Get in your super chats and hover chats if there's anything you want to ask Sean about SmackDown tonight. Any of we've got a ton of programming coming up. We've got Full Gear, we've got Survivor Series, finishing the year strong in Wrestling Worlds. Uh, you had some New Japan Strong interviews going up beforehand, which was very cool to see. They have a pay-per-view going on right now, I right believe.
0: Well saying
2: right uh, poor Bailey. <laughs> just don't know that they're gonna turn on her after war games. I am intrigued to see where this goes. I feel like Bailey coming out the face of it feels like the right move. Um, Do you have any thoughts about the way this should shake out, assuming a damage control split is going to be imminent? Sean.
0: I think the obvious thing, and I know people are like, Oh, you're grouping all the Japanese girls together. But I mean, sincerely, if you're ever backstage at a show, that's, that's who hangs out together. It's very, very obvious, but also, man, EO, Kyrie, and Asuka look so badass together. Like, they look, they look like such a threat together. And WWE has obviously shown interest in bringing in a, another person in uh, Julia who hushes, says, can Triple H just buy out Julia's contract so she can be the fifth member for War Games? Kind of kidding. any guesses who joins the face side. Well, I think, a, I'm, I'm not reporting this, but I think a woman named Jade Cargill would be an awful nice... Ace in the hole there to, to pull out. Uh it'd be a great situation. You could you could hide her deficiencies a little bit inside war games because you know the camera focus isn't always on one person. Uh but uh I, I like Joel Pearl's uh, idea of me shin. First time I'll ever say that I like the idea of her being in a match, but sure.
2: No, uh, of course, yeah.
0: But yeah, but I mean she's been actually teaming with Shotzi on some dark matches as fightful select. Has reported, uh, people say is Dakota Kai cleared. I haven't heard that, so I, I don't know. It might be four on four in this situation. um
2: Which looks—that's what they're doing with the men's side. It looks like too, so that would be some good consistency across no, the board. No,
0: right? it doesn't,
3: unless FightfulSelect.com this weekend. There's a female uh, CM Punk link
0: somewhere. Is we yeah. C. come C. back.
1: Joining <laughs> the ladies, I love it. I, is there a
0: chance we see someone from NXT join in more games? There's always a possibility. Like there's always a chance. I don't think so. I don't think that they'll bring in anybody from NXT, but I haven't been told one way or another Jasmine, but uh, it, it's certainly always possible that they could do that. But I, I don't think that that's going to be the case. Anthony says SRS. Is there a reason why Kevin Owens is being suspended? Is it just him taking some time off or is it something more? I think it's just to further this story. I don't know that for sure either, but I hadn't been told anything uh, of that nature. He hasn't wrestled since being back on SmackDown, has he? Yeah. No, so he, hasn't. Like, no, no, yeah, no he hasn't. No, he hasn't.
2: No, he hasn't. Yeah. The Besides the
0: punch in the mouth. No, no, he, he wrestled Austin Theory. Um, he did like that seven-minute match with Austin Theory. Oh, right.
2: Theory. He beat the heck out of him. That's right.
0: Yeah, he, but he's wrestled he's once gorgeous. over the last month. He hasn't worked live events that I've seen. Um I haven't heard of an injury but I'm going to I'm going to dig into that a little bit but Kevin Owens is the type of guy that even if he misses time if if he's willing to be there they will have him there doing something. Yeah. They will like he would be back there with his suit and tie or not his suit but just his tie <laughs> interview tie and
2: cut off shirt.
0: Yeah. Uh we got Hush is saying it won't happen, but Mercedes feels perfect here for a return to go against the Joshi All-Stars. Feels like we're going to get more heel turns Monday. I thought the introduction of the new damage control was really, really cool tonight. Because you don't ever really expect to see two people join in the same night. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really great. Right down to Bailey being like, nah, I don't hug anymore. I don't, I don't need do that. <laughs> She's so to great, man. To Asuka making the turn in the main event as well. I thought that it was all executed really, really well. I thought it was, was smart. Um, we
2: also don't see women's stables build that large on American television all that often too. So it's yeah. kind of cool to see a stable of five women um, forming here. And I didn't, I don't really like main event dq finishes that's not my thing but it does serve a greater purpose here so it, it was cool to see that and uh alex polowski hit it on the head of what i was thinking which was charlotte and Asuka cannot be on the same side of things ever yes. <laughs> like, they need to be on separate sides so the way that they had the mist come into play which we'll talk about later and the way everything went out, I, I thought was well orchestrated from that perspective for sure
0: before i hop off here i i just want to say i you can tell this is sort of triple h's wwe because they had EO Sky go out there and cut a promo in English in front of the live crowd. The what chance did not affect her. By the way, if you're what chanting anything besides Stone Cold Steve Austin in 2023, you're dumb. But if you're doing it to a Japanese woman who's you know doing her best to get through an English promo, well, then you're an asshole. Also, I love how much Bailey and Dakota are there for EO when she does a lot of that stuff. They're there with her for the promos. I've done media with them and they've been right there. And, uh, you can tell how hard EO has worked at this. And I thought she did good. I thought she did really, really good at conveying that message. And I'm glad we are hearing people from Japan speaking in promos, whether it be in their native language sure. or in English. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to them just being mutes all the time. Especially. Like, they have voices.
2: Champions, Sean. Especially when they are champions. Really, really refreshing to have that. And to your point, too, there's not a problem with, like, in my eyes, of pairing all the Japanese women together, too, when it makes a kick-ass stable and they happen to be Japanese. Like, you have Io with such a diverse foundation. She has that killer moonsault Asuka with the way she strikes and her suplexes is so vicious. And then Kyrie, smaller, high flyer. Like, that's just a good three ladies to have together from, yeah. from any nationality. I don't think you matter. haven't seen
3: this in a
0: while, right? At all.
2: No, not really. So yeah, I'm, this, I'm looking forward to this. This will be good. It was,
0: yeah, it's, it's a situation where even when I looked at the main event, we reported on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. And I was like, oh, the women are main eventing tonight. And it didn't even hit me after even after what we had reported last week that they were going to add more members to the stable. It still didn't even hit me that like, oh, well, they're going to add Oscar to this group. So I thought they did a really, really good job with that. And uh, I'd rather enjoy it
2: like well, what is Nakano it was probably- i i uh i thought asuka was going to join the stable but i show up to work on friday so it's just like wow. different. maybe i'm just a little i watch
0: i just don't watch live but tonight because <laughs> kevin owens was on the show doing commentary i watched live that's why i'm here right now
2: when he said i don't take pictures with the belt naked because i'm not a psychopath i almost <laughs> fell off my chair
0: <laughs> that is amazing He's That's hysterical.
2: Amazing. Giving him the Telestrator. I loved all of it. I loved, loved, loved KO. Any more final Super Chats or Humber Chats? Get them in. Sean, you already gave us a select tease for this weekend. Anything else you might want to give us hints as to what's dropping? I always push the Q&A when you're here because it's a, yeah. a great way to get your questions in for sure.
0: Yeah, we got Q&As uh, every single week. And then every other week, Grapsity has been doing one. But uh, we had somebody ask if Alex would do, uh, Alex Palowski would do a Q&A and i was like Terrible. you know what i think we should do some more uh some more panel q and as like you guys and uh and and some other people on our staff so we might make that a thing like rotating every other week but the week of survivor series in addition to what will likely be a live q and i'm going to do a cm punk faq oh shoot yeah is the oh, frequently
2: yeah. asked question just, is he showing up at Survivor Series and is he the devil? Yes. Those are just the two frequently asked it questions. There's going to be a, a CM
0: Punk FAQ. That way our wonderful subscribers, over 8,000 of you, uh, over, over 10,000 with account sharing, thank you pirates, um, <laughs> uh, can refer to that and say, no, this is what Sean actually reported. And... um Uh, you know what i haven't decided what what i'm gonna do with my time on survivor series night which by the way kate you will be uh appearing on the survivor series post show with denise (laughs) uh yes but uh you know what i might just be nice and ask people to donate to the nami link for uh my match instead of showing my ass perhaps literally on the timeline when that show is over so (laughs)
2: Well, that is a great use of time and ring work, and I'm looking forward to seeing you lose to Shaza. So,
0: Guys, thanks for uh, having me on. (laughs) Later, brother.
2: Thanks for stopping by. We always love what you do. Um, Sincerely, the best $5 of the bid. Sean is always working to get you all of the scoops, all of the clarity around what is true with CM Punk and what isn't true. Please listen to the actual reporting. If you are subscribed, or even if you're not, pay attention to Reliable Aggregates because... They are what Sean has been told by WWE, not guarantees or promises of anyone showing up anywhere, but you'll always get the most reliable information that we can possibly provide reported well, reported accurately, and reported frequently, because Sean works his butt off for this game. So let's dive into SmackDown much better than last week's episode, which was to be anticipated because last week was a... Double tape, right? And we were getting the tail end of that, but some fresh stuff on tonight, some stuff that wasn't so great. This was a lot of talking in this episode. I'm an in ring gal, uh, so that's my preference. But I feel like we have gotten such a refreshed women's division. I do have complaints with the men's division that we're going to get into, but from an overall perspective, much better than last week. Not too bad overall. I have my complaints, but I like where a lot of things seem to be going. We Finally, look like we're headed toward this LWO split that's been slow burning for a while now. Uh, great stuff happening in that women's picture to close out the show. What were your thoughts, kind of just from an overarching perspective on what we got tonight?
3: Yeah, there was um, when you look at it, you're right. There was a lot of uh, a lot of different types of talking segments and and recaps and video packages of of whatnot, and, and I think like a 30 minute piece on John Cena alone that took the to the show by storm, um, but yeah, I'm, I can't wait to dive into it and uh, talk a little bit more about uh, Santos, which uh, we know I've been uh, craving
2: yes, what seven, just
3: happened today for a while. I was licking my chops. I was jumping on my sofa. I was just like, this is what I wanted. I got it. Um, best way to end the year for me, at least.
2: The timing of this is very intriguing. The timing of this is definitely very intriguing. So... Let's dive in. Guys, get in those Super Chats and Humper Chats as we are talking all things SmackDown. Louise usually gives us our wonderful Rampage review. If you have New Japan strong questions, I can try and field them as much as I can. But I'll be doing my own watch log on my own YouTube channel for that tomorrow on delay because, obviously, I'm here doing that now. But a lot of great wrestling happening this weekend and every weekend. And speaking of that, Van Twinblade says... Can't give Kate money on her channel yet, so here's me asking her to add Glory Pro Ascend to her week in wrestling review. I will see what I can do. I'm trying very hard to keep those between, like, 40 minutes to 50 minutes if I can. I'm I'm really trying to keep them digestible, but if ROH keeps trending this way, I'll replace it maybe with that because there's nothing to talk about with ROH. (laughs) It's
3: just a sad thing with ROH, but...
2: Ugh like Wednesday just broke my heart into a million little pieces. Um but let's dive into some smackdown. We get the show opening not with a video recap, but with a congratulations to Corey and Carmella who we also echo that congratulations. They had a little baby and so Corey wasn't there on commentary, but Carmella had been very open about her pregnancy journey um when she miscarried and kind of sharing her experience this whole time on social media and she was just always glowing throughout the process she looked so so happy after um it sounds like they tried and couldn't to have this little miracle come to life is is so awesome so our congratulations to her and because corey isn't there we're getting kevin owens on commentary and the way i grin from ear to ear when i hear we're going to have kevin owens on commentary My goodness, he comes out looking so sharp in his extremely fancy tie and his cut-off sleeve shirt, dressed up for the occasion. I love Kevin Owens and everything he does. Invaluable on commentary. And we do swing into a recap after that, though, of the LWO, recapping what happens at Crown Jewel, uh, and basically just recapping the loss of Rey Mysterio's title belt to Logan Paul and, of course, the brass knucks spot. So... Diving into that, we have the LW coming out and Ray saying that he would have retained if it wasn't for the brass knuckles. Mm. Carlito comes down and brings up that Santos was the one who just kind of left those brass knuckles out there to be used, didn't he? Uh, And Santos comes out and they have a bit of a heated exchange here between Carlito and Santos as he heads out through the crowd and Ray follows. So this was interesting because I didn't know what was going to come later, if that was going to be on this episode or if this was going to be a continual slow burn, but um, they have been doing this kind of formula of having one plot line weave in and out through the episode, right? Usually that was held down by the bloodline for literally years. The LWO having it here, they do that oftentimes with the judgment day. So I was Mm -hmm. hopeful that we would get things expedited a little bit here, but uh, what were your thoughts on this initial piece of it? Did you think we were gonna get the full heel turn this quickly
3: yeah i i i knew it i I knew from the minute he left those those brass knucks on the on the ring apron that they were gonna uh you know um put it in the fast train and just say hey let's let's go with this I'll tell you why it's very simple you, you can't have a bunch of hispanics together uh it's boring <laughs> 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 it's boring <laughs> People don't understand what they're saying half the time. You know, they're talking fast. Uh, and by the way, I of course, I say that jokingly. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, and
0: uh, it's just, you know, we This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but... Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
3: in the past in WWE, like uh, the Mexicals coming out and sure. frigging in,
1: uh, <laughs> in lawnmowers.
3: But um, I don't mind it. I don't mind it as much. I think that the LWO can grow stronger because of this. Because now you have a nemesis within the the, 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 the team that said, you know what, you want to blame me for this? And he's been feeling a certain way and he's letting these feelings out. Let it Let it happen. You know what I'm saying? I think it's been a great build up. I think you and I as wrestling purists and wrestling fans, we kind of knew where this was going and and sure. it was about to happen. We've been praising the fact that, you know, he is a great heel worker. So, Thanks, you know, I think that this is great and I think this can help the LWO get stronger. Um, especially the young ones uh, that are just standing in the background right now watching all of this happen between uh, Santos and, and, and Ray,
2: Agreed. And I think it's refreshing. And for those of you who didn't watch NXT or are not familiar with Santos Escobar's yeah. heel work, he's an excellent heel. Uh, I was more surprised at how great of a babyface he was because I was more familiar with his heel work. And so I think you're going to see some really, really great work from him in this angle. I'm looking forward to it. The timing is suspicious, not just because Survivor Series is around the corner, but this is ahead of meaningful programming season right this is ahead of royal rumble to that wrestlemania season i don't know if this extends through it i don't know if they're trying to clear through this to set up ray and dom and what i assume would be a hair versus mask match and then maybe a career match at mania i just hope that when they make santos a a star heel that they have something lined up for him to do feels like the triple h era is much more cognizant about that because man it, it feels like they have wrestlemania set and they're working backwards from that instead of the other way sure. and it's causing some biding some time moments right now but i think we're going to be set up with really cool stuff from royal rumble to wrestlemania so and good they stuff got, here. they got
3: a lot of pe- uh, pieces moving um besides the fact that they got some big shows coming up you know a lot of the stuff that they're doing is is planning for any potential moves in television like they have a lot of balls in the air right now that they're trying to juggle and you know uh I think that Triple H is doing a great job. I think the people that are around him um that he's put together and I've you know of listening to some people that work there and and people that talk on podcasts that are friends with him there's like the fingers on the pulse. Yeah. And not like what it what what people used to say in the past where McMahon's <laughs> finger was I don't know what goddamn pulse was on. But this is like truly happening right now with, with with WWE and what they're doing with these shows.
2: Agreed. Agreed. It feels like things are getting refreshed. And it also just Hell feels no. like there's something where, as a fan, and I'm sure you, you can relate and everybody in the chat can relate to this, there's a, a, a really big difference between I don't know where this is going, but I can't wait to watch, and I don't feel like they know where this is sure. going. Yeah. And I feel like we are now back into maybe I don't know where this is going stuff. My only complaints are uh, that we we do still have a lot of overbooking here, but it's because oh, yeah. I think we've built up a lot more stable. So hopefully that side of the creative gets fresher. But this is, I think, full steam ahead. I'm ready for the breakup to happen. Very excited to see what they do with Santos Escobar moving forward. And I thought this this was good. We'll chime in with a, a pretty... A stew observation and a fun one that Ray and Sting, got to be the only two baby faces that get turned on all the time. All the time. Yeah, maybe it's something in that WCW water. That I do have one
3: one last question before we move on, before we continue here. I don't want to take up any... Oh, no. What happened to Kate? Kate just disappeared, everyone. Did she just X herself out? Ladies and gentlemen, uh... Let's hold a moment of silence right now for Kate and Kate's internet.
2: No, you know what it was. If you go to click off of a comment, it's very easy. Oh,
3: got it. Okay.
2: To exit the studio, which <laughs>
3: everyone's like, well, we're getting the Alex Cardoza show. Um, just, you
2: were like, one more question. I was like, I'm out.
3: <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna put up trees like uh, Grayson Waller and just start a, a show. <laughs> start a talk show. <laughs> um, really quickly though. Was this the first episode of SmackDown without the judgment day in it in like two years? Because it was n- I'm
2: trying to think over the past couple weeks, but yeah, I think when they decided they're not doing brand supremacy survivor series, they Thank probably God. wanted to get people on the sides of things and they have authority figures in place, right? So if you are going to make things like we traded for this person feel like a big deal or, um, you know you're not allowed here you can't enforce those as loosely sure. as they've been enforced so you're also not saying Cody on SmackDown I'm yeah. wondering too if on the business side of it the rights renewal piece is settled Fox said we're out of this game so maybe they're not as concerned with things like that at the moment um but yeah it's I think it's actually been really refreshing to I have some yes. organization in that um Dom Santos become the brothers abandoned by Ray. I don't want them (laughs) on a tag team, but I did appreciate that Rhea Ripley tweeted. I'm starting to think maybe you're the problem, Ray.
1: Some (laughs) fun stuff
2: there. Uh, More love for KO on commentary. Will saying that KO was killing me tonight being the next John Madden. The Telestrator stuff was hysterical to me. I absolutely, absolutely loved it. Uh, It's really Brian saying happy Veterans Day, Alex. Yes, happy Veterans Day. I appreciate you. Thank Thank you. I
3: appreciate that.
2: Thank you for your service.
3: No, thank Um, you for thanking me.
2: All love. All love here for you. Pretty solid in-ring overall. Can KO replace Booker on commentary? I would take a shoe over Booker T on commentary at this point. If War Games gets to five on five, maybe the spooky Scottish witches are on the face side. Um, I miss them. I miss them too. Pulowski has a fun idea that I think might actually be where things are going. This Nikki cross stuff on Raw where she's just staring <laughs> and yeah staring and staring. He thinks they be that she's being controlled by the spooky Scottish witches.
3: Oh, that'd be and pretty cool.
2: I love that idea. you have this Scottish triumvirate of women who are all very different. Yeah. I think that could be a really, really, really fun angle. So I don't know if they'll make it into a Scottish Survivor stable? Series angles. Yeah, but like a Scottish women's yeah, stable. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Also kind of pitch the idea of because you could put just anybody with Chelsea Greens, She's such a comedy goldmine of having Piper be the one to join the other side. But like having having Nikki do that, I think could be a really, really, really fun, fun, fun move there, too. Yeah. Let's move on a little deeper into this. We get Bobby Lashley and Carlito with finally the Santos turn that happens oh, here. This was some good, good stuff. Um, let's run it all down because there was a lot that happened. You have Bobby Lashley out there with the Street Profits. And at the end of this, you have Montez Ford pulling Carlito's leg. Literally not like as I'm pulling your leg. No, literally pulling the leg. Uh, <laughs> and this kicks off a brawl between the Hurt Profits and the LWO. Um Extra members kind of there that are are kicking around, but they're mostly to equalize things right. Uh, and Bobby hits a flatliner. Santos Escobar is at ringside and with all the confusion that happens here, Bobby Lashley hits a spear. Where's my suit?
3: I knew it was coming.
2: I had to ask it now because there's a lot that happens in this segment. And I didn't want to distract from it, but I just I have to well, he a suit. wasn't
3: even wearing a suit, so that just means that he's probably getting it ready for the, you.
2: Yeah, there's it means there's more in the back available and we have about the same stature. So I don't understand with the what issue. comes
3: first? Logan Paul liking one of your tweets or, or uh-huh. Bobby Lashley's suit. <laughs>
2: I'm going to say a Bobby Lashley suit would be more likely. By the way, um, Um,
3: RIP, and I hope they bring it back soon, the U.S. Championship belt. I know they retired it at uh, Crown Jewel. Um, (laughs) Kind of like (laughs) what they did. Pretty much the same exact thing Nikki Cross did with the 24-7. They kind of did with the U.S. Championship.
2: I well, wish, buddy, and I I'm fear that sorry. it's going to feel that way because I know I a lot of people Logan love Paul
3: this guy and they're big fans of his athleticism, which is fine with me, but I don't have to like it.
2: No, you don't. And I don't like what it does to the programming and that I don't think Logan Paul's going to be around a lot and we also have an extremely absent world champion, so Word. we're just running into that. Um but Post match is really where the story is. Felt like this match was, it was like 10 minutes long and it felt a little long for yeah. these two because Carlito is, um, you know, a little older and hasn't been no. doing this as much lately. But post match, we get the Hurt Prophets attacking Carlito and we get Escobar watching from the apron as Ray comes down with a chair to chase off the Hurt Prophets and Bobby Lashley. Then you have Ray and Escobar. Getting into it on the mic a little bit, and Ray says he wants them to be family. But Escobar saying that he can't accept that Carlito, uh, he can't accept Carlito and thinks that Ray is picking Carlito over him, which I liked because this wasn't about the title loss. This was about what's going on within the family dynamic, right? Sure. So finally it happens. We have Escobar attacking Ray, kicking Carlito out of the ring, and then he and Ray are trading words before Ray absolutely slaps the crap out of Escobar. (laughs) It was really, really, really fun. Ray goes to apologize on the apron, but Escobar shoving him into the ring post and trapping Ray's leg in the ring steps, between the ring steps and the post, and Escobar hits a drop kick into the steps, which looks extremely painful. Thought that was a really well-done spot. Escobar says Ray was his hero. This was supposed to be the two of them, and Ray made him do this. I feel like it's not as well justified as it could be, but I also don't think we need all of this to come out now. Like, I think we can tell this story over the course of a few weeks, but it was a pretty violent turn for someone who was just like, I think you're picking Carlito over me. Feels like you need more justification for that turn, Yeah, but I don't think we need all of it right at once. And Selena wants to know what Santos did. Santos continuing to claim that it was about him and Ray, and Escobar kind of retreating up the ramp, ramp as the LWO text in on Ray, and we go to break. Uh, we get a quick interview with Kathy Kelly backstage, and he just keeps emphasizing that it's Ray Mysterio's fault. So, I think we're going to hear more. Uh, saying <laughs> Carlito more like Carlate. Oh, am I right? Good, yeah, they good. need to fix
3: that a little bit. Like, um, yeah, it's raceful, but. What led you to snap? What, what, what was what was the complete reason as to what are we blaming Ray for? Like Carlitos just came to the scene, and yeah, you had an argument with him in the ring. That he goes, "Oh, it was his fault because he left the the brass nuts yet there." Right? We could have still turned you heel in this show, but you know, there's a little, there's some context in there missing because you know, you and I can get into a fight. That doesn't mean I'm going to turn my back on my entire family and in sure. the span of 15 minutes
2: especially that violently so yeah it got it got yeah the uh the fact he lost the title will come into play here they'll probably be a i was supposed to be next after you and then you lost it like a big loser ray what the heck is where i'm guessing this is going but yeah hopefully we get a little bit deeper justification than this uh some more love from you guys thank you so much for chiming in O'Brien Ben saying prep mirror Alex for the Legato LWO award. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to see who Santos convinces to come with him. I'm wondering if there will be uh, call ups. If Dragon Lee gets involved in this, all sorts of stuff. Uh, Giant Spanish
3: stables. I mean, I'm I'm with it. I mean, we have we we've been mentioning who's going to take over for Ray. I, I don't think it's going to be his son. Uh, his son is just not it for me. I don't think he has. I don't, and I don't know if he wants to to carry that weight on his shoulders. I think he's having fun right now being part of the Judgment Day and not being exposed on his own in a ring. So sure. I think I think if you give the ball to somebody like Santos Escobar, who who can most definitely say, "Yeah, give me the reins. I will take over." And then you have a retiring or whatever happens with Ray in the future. I you know. I'd I'd love to see that. I'd love to see Santos to kind of just like become this big freaking Latino superstar. I mean, God, like I don't. I'm speechless with the thoughts of what the future could be like for him.
2: There are talent in NXT that you could easily pull up there too, oh, as well. Angel Garza, Humberto. Like, there's a yeah, lot of places right. that yeah. you can go with this. So. I'm looking forward to it, and I am excited to see. I just hope the justification becomes a little bit stronger. But we got Normus, who cooked a vegetarian hey. dish yesterday.
0: Nice. Say
2: happy Veterans Day, Alex. Happy birthday, Marines. Kate, what's up, uh, I'll tell you what. That guy out of Kingston fighting Kojima today over who loves bread more, probably. <laughs> uh, may good <laughs> be with you all and with your spirit. Thank you so much for... Your continued support. By the way,
3: Damian Priest, if the judgment day break up, you got someone like Damien Priest that you could put with Santos. Like yes. man, there's so much happening, man. Finn Balor's is... Puerto Rican too now. So <laughs> might as well.
2: <laughs> you know what? Sure he is. Having his Irish accent coming out yeah. of Puerto Rican. I love it. Or I bet also saying, okay, so no telestrator for Kate. Happy Vets Day, Alex. Thank you. Uh, I would take a telestrator any day, but more importantly, I would take a suit. So we you move. Probably rocket. I would probably rocket, did you say?
3: Oh, you will rocket. Will you away. wear shoulder pad, the ones with the shoulder pads like it's 1998? Or...
2: Of, cor- of course, I would. God, that's the best. Of course, I would. With like a crisp white button down all day
3: i'm taking day. you to the prom in that
2: there we go what's up <laughs> we're going to the prom you guys are sending in so much love to us thank you yes so much. thank
3: you we appreciate you guys
2: uh we move on to the state of the union of damage control or <laughs> damage guitar <laughs> for simpsons fans out there Uh, Bailey has the mic and she makes some really good points. And I was so glad she started her promo this way. She says that she had a plan and a vision for her and EO and Dakota since the beginning of damage control. And that all of it came true. They were tag champions, money in the bank and women's champion damage control was booked so weird and they lost so much, especially Bailey that her just giving this refresh of the success that they had, I thought was really, 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 really important and well done. Yeah. And also making the point that Eo's success is predicated on Bailey, right? Really well done because there's this dissension and she's trying to put it to bed. She says that Crown Jewel was supposed to be damage control's proudest moment, but she is left very confused by the return of Miss Kyrie Sain and asks Eo to come out and to speak with her. And that brings out EO along with Dakota and Kyrie. And Bailey wants to know what Kyrie is doing there. And EO tells her that she's had a plan too. This is the EO era and she retained. So she kind of wants to know what the problem is. And Bailey just doesn't trust, like, kind of a a guarded trust, I would say, right? It's not that she's like anti-Kyrie for any reason. She just points out that Kyrie has been around since 2020. Why does she get to just waltz into their group, which is fair? Um, And Dakota reassuring her, I thought was an interesting wrinkle here because she's kind of the X factor. And she says that Kyrie is here to help. And Bailey is hesitant in this, right? She's not there to hug anybody because she's not a hugger anymore. Everybody's going in for this group hug. Uh, I loved the work that got done here. And while I don't like main event, especially Schma's finishes, this at least, the ends justify these means that we get laid out here. So a lot of weaving in and out in this episode. All that LWO drama. We have this here. But we have Bianca coming down, and she says that she doesn't forgive damage control, to which I say, we know You've been feuding with them since July of 2022. We know you don't like them, but you also have Asuka and Charlotte, and they set up the main event for the evening. Now, initially, I had the same gut reaction that Alex Poloski did of Asuka is a heel and should not be on the face side of things, and Asuka and Charlotte should never be on the same side of things, ever, ever, ever. One of the most storied rivalries that they've had since NXT. So we get this main event set up. Now, I'm going to throw it to you to talk about what your thoughts were at this part of the night for this storyline before we got to the main event? What were you thinking about the dissension and Kyrie's role and what got laid out here?
3: I honestly thought that they were just going to turn on her right there and then. I was looking when, you know, when, when they all come into the ring, I'm like, oh, man, they're really going for this. Um, they're going to go for this, you know, all-woman stable. Uh, I don't want to make it sound like all-woman Japanese stable, right? or you know whatever but, but
2: they're also they are all japanese but they yes, also yes. all have a history together they yes, all have an right. nxt history together yeah. and, they and all i didn't I did, I want to, to make it
3: seem like that because I, I know anyone would clip them be like well look at this what this asshole's saying
2: well no and we ran into that before right like with the street prophets it, there was this like hey this person's black let's have them like it's it's not just that Sometimes put all the hispanics together
3: sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. so I, at that point, at that point in time, I'm going to myself, "Oh man, they're doing it. They're really going for it." Um, the fact that they're letting them be them, and and you know, outside of of Bailey, like letting you know, um, this group just flourish and really come to their own is really cool. And that's why at that point, I'm going, "Oh shoot, I thought she was gonna turn around and look at her and be like." You are out and I am in, you know, kind of like that, um, like the old school Batista and Triple H when he had freaking Randy Orton on his shoulders. Sure. And he he has his thumbs up and then he goes, bitch. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's what I was looking for. I was like, oh, God. But you know what? This is cool because they if they're doing a slow burn on this, I'm OK with it because the show kind of had that fast pace with, with the LWO. So I exactly. think with this, it, it, it kind of streamlined and made it better.
2: I agree. I feel like back-to-back breakups would have been too yes. much for this one program. Yeah. And the fact that it's leading to a women's war games match yes. makes me a very, very as soon as Bianca came
3: from. out. I was like, I was like, oh, they're going. This is war games. Oh, Cause she's like, I going. know someone who's gonna be pissed, just like I am with you. You know, and I was like, Here they come. Here <laughs> they right. come.
2: You were right. So more love coming in from you guys. Thank you so much for all the support tonight. We appreciate it. Ryan Cicini, I hope I said that right, saying I'd be shocked if the end goal isn't a long feud with Santos and Dragon Lee. It does feel like Dragon Lee got pulled up to the main roster at a time that would be establishing Dragon Lee as a great foil for Santos Escobar. Um, yeah. Down the road, I think that could be a really good play. We're going to get into what I thought was a really fun match between him and Cedric Alexander uh, very shortly, uh, but what were you, what are your thoughts on Santos and Dragon Lee kind of being I, I kind of like that because Dragon Lee is has kind of a traditional luchador look, and he's very easy to root for. And Santos has that kind of like suave Guerrero esque uh, coolness about him on the heel side. I think it could be cool.
3: Yeah, I think I think if you if you're looking to kind of start building uh, Dragon Lee, you, you know that would be a good way to go. I, I just they I, I would have to this would have to be really get built because for sure. him to just kind of insert himself into this whole mess, you know, um I think that we're going to see a lot more of Carlito's versus Santos than we will of Dragon Lee doing anything with the LWO at first. I think you're going to be seeing a lot of uh the veteran kind of like putting Santos through the through the paces and seeing where where he comes out, you know. Cuz they they it's wrestling, that's what they do, you know. They always put Someone hot like that, like Santos, who is a, you know, he's been in 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 wrestling for a while as well. But you could talk about Carlitos who's been here for over 20 years doing wrestling himself. So I think that's what we're going to see. I don't know where you bring in Dragon Lee. I don't even know where he fits. Am I wrong for saying that? Like, I like your idea. But how
2: do we get there? And how do I, I... we get there? Yeah. I think this is probably down the road a little bit. Like, I think you yeah, probably sure. have yes. the LWO breakup and then
3: kind yes. of go to something
2: like that. Yeah, like, like he that, kind
3: but. of steps up to him and be like, bro, like, what are you thinking? Like, this is a hero of ours. Like, you know, and then, whoops, you know, like, slaps him in the face like Ray did to Santos. That was a straight up, like, Latin slap to the mouth. Like, when you speak back to your mom. Yeah, It looked was. vicious. Yeah.
2: It looked vicious. Look now, Carlito gives me a very easy segue into a specific sponsor. Oh, okay because let's go. He had a very racy t-shirt once. Okay. With a, <laughs> with an apple on it. But if what i gonna say Kate that segue, I'm gonna get us demonetized. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna assume that everybody in the chat is really uh, smart and that I don't have to make a very dirty joke to get to the segue. Okay, but it is for Blue Chew. And uh if your tree isn't standing. Oh, tall Jesus enough Christ. for the apples to fall. There's also, now I'm like, there's Daniels and Tracy been joking here. I can't even, okay? But you know what I'm saying. You know what, you know what t-shirt I'm referencing. But I'm just going to play the ad so we can keep our monetization and everybody can smile and laugh to themselves.
0: You know, spring has sprung, but maybe your penis hasn't. Blue Chew and the code Fightful is going to fix that. Whether you're in the mood or you're trying to get in the mood. Blue Chew and the code FIGHTFUL has you covered. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You know they work. But it comes to you discreetly. You're not going to have everybody at the pharmacy or the doctor's office be like, what's he getting? Because somebody else is getting a little something once you use Blue Chew and the code FIGHTFUL. You meet with an online physician, and if approved, it arrives straight to your door discreetly. And how about this? How about free? Free. You just pay $5 shipping. That's it. Pay $5 shipping. And you're going to have that performance, that main event performance, that confidence. It's not just for people with a problem performing sexually. It's for that confidence, that main event. Blue Chew in the Code Fightful.
3: Listen, if you want your tree To stand as tall as the Rockefeller tree.
2: That's right. (laughs) You want to ship it into New York and you want it to stay tall in front of everyone (laughs) to see. BlueChew.com. Code Fightful. Guys, thank you so much for sticking around. We're going to get our our Rampage rundown that Luis always gives us in a couple of minutes. I know a lot of you joined after Rampage to catch up on what we're talking about here. I think I want to say it was a live Rampage. I might be lying, but either Is that tonight or next week? That might be next week. I could have lied. I don't know. Probably closer to the pay-view. Liar.
3: How that dare you? That would make more
2: sense if it was closer to the pay-per-view. But the point is, we're gonna bring you the rampage coverage. If any of you are watching New Japan Strong, make me jealous with what you're watching. I think Pro uh, wrestling
3: journalist lies.
2: <laughs> I'm not a journalist. <laughs> Darn it. That's Sean's bag. I just get paid to talk about wrestling. I got the best job ever. Are you kidding me? I don't want scoop. You're the voice
3: of Friday night post shows. <laughs> That's what you are. Ladies and gentlemen, pay your respects. Send us $5.
2: (laughs) Pay your respects. Send us $5. It's (laughs) true. Acknowledge me. Okay. Wrestling podcasting is very important. (laughs) Dragon Lee defeats Cedric Alexander, what I thought was a very fun match. And uh, as a Japanese wrestling fan, there's a lot of things I appreciated in this. I am impressed by how hard-hitting it was while also feeling very, like, lucha spot festy in, in really good ways. Mm. Uh, our wonderful moderator, Luis, thinks that Dragon Lee beats Paul at Survivor Series or Mania, which is an interesting way to get back to maybe the Santos piece of this. Um, I think that's probably prime for LA Knight, but I wouldn't be shocked if they continue down this road. But I love the finish here connecting. Look, that record, The running here anew is awesome. We yeah. got like a, a Osprey Lariat countered into a Liger Bomb from Dragon Lee in this, which was so great. I loved the spot where you had Cedric Alexander kind of charging, but running right into a super kick. And then Lee charging back Cedric and catching him with that Michinoku driver for a near fall. I thought their chemistry in this was was stronger than last week and i'm just so impressed by how many like hard-hitting spots we got in something that was still very fast-paced and i don't want to say spot festy because that kind of carries a certain connotation but it was a spot fest there were a lot of spots in this for sure that stuck out in your mind and were memorable i thought this match was great uh any thoughts on this
3: i i felt at first that i i was a little bit um how do i say worried or poor freaking Cedric, like uh, you know, like damn boy, like freak, what are we doing with you? You know what I'm saying? Like I really like him, but he's he's they're using him for a reason. Yes, yeah. he's incredibly green. He's, back on screen, he's incredibly good on uh, on television. He he's in an incredible talent in the ring. Um, and you're right. Anytime they you know, the old school veterans always say it. Anytime you're on TV, win or lose, it's a Freaking good thing! You got so uh, Cedric is doing his thing, and um, whatever, whatever goes his, you know, whether the match goes his way or not. I thought Dragon Lee was—he's uh, still incredible. Um, like you mentioned, he does a lot of um, uh, Nothing like the spotty fest stuff. Like I don't want to say that, but ve- very AEW wish uh, lucha style. I want to <laughs> say because AEW, AEW lets them go through.
2: Is, is- CMLL-ish and AAAish, ish yeah. right? Like, really yeah. So, yeah. so, that's so I, cool.
3: I enjoy it because, you know what? We weren't seeing that in this product at all. No. We were not allowed to watch stuff like that in this product. It was one certain way. This is what you're going to learn in this way. So, I thought it was cool that they just let him go.
2: They did. It definitely feels like the um chains are off when it comes to Dragon League. Like, he's Ooh. he can do what he wants in there. And he's earned it. He is great. It's crazy to think that he's only 26-year-old and this Good. We got Kylie saying, "Okay, here's my respects. Also, I hope you two are having an amazing a great night. Thank you. And you look amazing as always and beautiful as always." Well, thank Thanks, you, boo. Kylie. Oh wait.
3: We'll Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'll quit the chef ain't talk about me.
2: Some <laughs> Watch it, people! Watch it. The love saying <laughs> love sour grapes. Thank you. I love sour grapes too. I love. Yeah, them who doesn't love sour grapes? He, he is such a great booking mind, um, and and a great wrestling mind in general. It's very fun to continually. What's the
4: easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify?
2: have co-hosts that you learn from in the process yes. of being their co-host uh my only complaint about Alex Pulaski, and he might be off of his select show at this point to no. know uh he is a fan of the chewy yellow runs and i just can't respect someone who has that opinion that's horrific Thank you. <laughs> chewy yellow runs what are we doing banana flavored get out of town
3: oh that's delicious no you remember banana flavored quick
2: Oh my god what is wrong with you people
3: that was you alexes
2: you we love our bananas
3: we're both hispanic too leave there us alone you know.
2: where I'm were you probably. from my segue with the banana jokes but hey we get a logan paul video package huh. <laughs> we move on to ellie LA... <laughs> now we get we got a logan paul victory video package here uh, I just was howling at Kevin Owens when he said, I referenced it earlier in the show, but it bears repeating. When he was like, I would not, if I had the US title, I would not take naked pictures with it because I'm not a psychopath. It was just one of like, the funniest deliveries. He I was really good commentary. on commentary tonight. He I was like excellent that. on commentary. Yeah. He but, like, actually, he's like, did like, he, 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 he throw that at you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But him being like, a- can't throw empty water bottles over this way yeah yeah um he's he truly is excellent on commentary always i think he has that fancy tie and he just knows what to do you know so
3: he looks like he might be that's a good fit for him when he's ready to say god my knees hurt
2: <laughs> yeah he definitely could if he wants it he, oh yeah there's definitely a, a commentary career waiting for him on the other side but we move on to LA Knight versus Grayson Waller. And I thought the promo and the match were both good. Let's talk the promo first. LA Knight, doing what LA Knight does best. He talks about how he was disappointed about what happened at Crown Jewel, but he brought Roman within an inch of losing his title and uh-huh. dropped him on his head and had him beaten until Janetti Uso showed up, which made <laughs> me laugh real hard. Uh <laughs>
3: I Dad, missed that.
2: It was, oh, so good. So good. Wow. Knight isn't going to the back of the line. He's not done with the bloodline by a long shot, he says. Not until he owns that WWE title. Yeah. We then have Grayson Waller interrupting and claiming that Knight is embarrassing himself, kind of reiterating a few times does he really think that he belongs in the ring with Roman Reigns? And Knight just getting jab after jab, and right, he calls him a kangaroo jackass he uh says the waller effect is an std he says a saudi movie star drops waller at crown jewel (laughs) he's asking if knight belongs in the ring with roman please and you get knight tossing waller out of the ring and dousing him with water finishing his catchphrase right good stuff there and then the match is pretty solid too this ends with knight countering yeah. the rolling stunner which i like into a back suplex because the rolling stunner is a dumb finisher you have to leave the ring to finish you're with your finisher that should get countered every single time he tries to do it because he has to leave the go ring.
3: outside yeah i mean
2: kind of silly you've got a really run long time with there. him <laughs> i have the same complaint about uh Jay lethal with the lethal injection i'm like a back spring slows you down and it takes longer makes no sense um But it looks cool, so people like it, and that's fine. Uh, Knight is uh, starting to kind of settle in and roll with the punches, and we get a clothesline here. Nice-looking Russian leg sweep from LA Knight into a DDT. Only a two-count on that, but Waller with some knees, but he runs into a power slam, and Knight hits the yeah elbow and the BFT for the win. Kevin Owens great on commentary on this. Of course, definitely feels like we are headed more toward a Grayson waller and kevin yeah. owens fight which i'm excited about but to your point he's like did they just throw water in this direction like he's so excuse good me this. while
3: i go get uh what do you say excuse me is i go get um suspended
2: he goes yeah <laughs> he was like i gotta go get suspended sorry uh but i i really liked this i liked uh him chasing them out and he just very casually referencing on a consistent basis of just like oh yeah like last week when i beat the bricks off of uh Austin theory. He just he has such a, a great way about this. Uh Taylor Cannon chiming in with some more Veterans Day love for you as we all send it your way saying happy Veterans Day to you, Alex. I hope you appreciate you, are you guys well. so Thank much you for your service. Thank you. Hey, I really enjoy your week in wrestling podcast every week. What my this week in wrestling podcast, which you can check out on At Miss Kate Pimp <laughs> on my YouTube channel every week. And you can go over there and subscribe. Like six hundred and eighteen other people. Thank you. No, sincerely, thank you for watching. You're always so uh, generous with your support, and it's been fun to do. I never intended on having my own YouTube channel, but it's kind of nice to have. Some Y'all
3: gas fun. her up. She's she tried to be coy own. about it. No, she's like, I'm thank hot you. ship. Give I'm it to me ship. when money you get over there. That's drop exactly five dollars. That's
2: yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a subscription. Service. I know. You yeah, give me money. <laughs> that's just,
3: she has her venmo and her cash app and everything <laughs> that's on there. right just, yeah just drop it
2: just drop it in there but no i i appreciate it it's fun don't forget friends and
3: family so there's no charge
2: <laughs> well, hold on i'm trying to steal everybody's money my friends my family, so that's no, all. no no
3: if you put friends and family you don't get a surcharge
2: oh if you okay. just
3: send it they take like five percent there you go Matt mm. I'll yeah um that's what latinos do baby let's go we like we <laughs> cheat we steal
2: <laughs> shauna lulinski saying uh waller shall now be known as sparkles from this day forth also happy veterans day Alex. thank you
3: shauna nice appreciate you uh
2: yeah grace and waller were some very interesting ring gear choice yeah today. what was that
3: all about that was like super sparkly
2: it was extra sparkly but i'll take it Murray504, <laughs> thanks for chiming in. I think you might be a bit of a newer super chatter. So thank you for the support, saying 40 years watching WWE and still going, God, I'm old, buddy. That's all of us. We are Murray, watching these people who we grew up with.
3: You know, this is just what we've been watching. Remember, <clears throat> the E's been around for over 75 years. So it's true. Um, it's
2: true. Drinking at Mo's Super Chat in honor of the Marine's birthday and my pup I lost Word. a couple days ago. Oh, oh there's no. nothing. That's Ugh. a
3: heartbreak right there.
2: Ugh, the worst. I'm so sorry. I went through that last year and it was wildly painful. Just like I've been thinking painful. about
3: getting another dog and then I think about the pain I Ugh, felt
2: brutal. before
3: and brutal. I'm like, nope.
2: Sending love right back to you. Thank you for being so yes,
3: Mo. kind you.
2: and supportive of all of us.
3: Mo's always uh, supportive on... On the Twitter machine of everything we do here.
2: Well saying we didn't get to see good stuff like Dragon Lee wrestling styles because of 70-year-old <laughs> out of touch creep. Uh
3: I like out of tuck. Leave it. I out like of out of tuck. tuck to be honest, Yeah, That's a fun I one. think you should make a shirt saying that I'm out of tuck.
2: Out of tuck. Again, a Bluetooth read already in the can. For it's five dollars. So I don't know years.
3: what it is with me with five dollars today, but get your <laughs> out of tuck shirt
2: we have the best five dollars in the we bid. do. uh it is nice to see under the triple h era certainly refresh things like uh japanese champions giving promos on television like dragon league getting to to wrestle His longer match though. times like it's good it's a it's a healthy thing for the product when we get more diversity within it for sure you guys poured in some love today let's talk a little bit of rampage with a quick rundown uh, we had Ricky Starks with Big Bill defeating Preston Vance with Jose the Assistant. A Jericho promo uh, backstage promoting his DDT match with Takeshita. Uh, that is very nice to see that they are doing that on AEW television. That makes me happy. Don Callis and Prince Nana announced Brian Cage will join the Don Callis family for the street fight. Eight-man tag on Dynamite. Interesting. Um yeah. Team TNA interview interrupted by Ortiz, who called them out for talking S last week. Ortiz attacking Team TNA, but was laid out by Saddam Singh. Weird place to go with uh, Santana after, or I'm sorry, with Ortiz after what happened. I don't like that at all. Uh, Red Velvet defeating Ruby Soho with Soraya in her corner. That's very interesting. I'm glad Red Velvet picking up a win in her return after her loss on Wednesday. That's encouraging to see. I think we're splitting up the outcasts further as well.
1: Yeah.
2: The kingdom defeating Los Suave I hope I said that right. I'm taking Japanese, yeah. not Spanish. I'm sorry. Daniel Garcia calling out Andrade for same. collision. So different. So very different. It's uh, the same. <laughs> uh, Daniel Garcia calling out Andrade for collision with rules and Ruby and Anne flirting again. Love that for them. Uh, FTR defeating Vikingo and Commander in what was, I'm told, a certified humper of a match from Um, our own Luis. And House of Black appearing in the end with a slow clap to end the show. one LT Photo saying Happy Veterans Day. Alex, thank you for your service. Andrade versus Garcia. LFG. And Willow versus Julia. Yes. I am very excited about literally all of those things. So thank you. One Lieutenant Photo. And thank you for your Silly service, as we always pretend that the LT in your name stands for Lieutenant. (laughs) (laughs) Back into SmackDown world. You guys are pouring in the support today. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Uh, Cyclops is better than Wolverine saying Ray never should have trusted a guy that kidnapped and brainwashed guys to join his faction in Santos. That is fair. Ray probably should have done his research on that. Uh, But... I don't even think we got your thoughts on this LA Knight and Grace Waller promo and match. Why don't you tell them to us as we get through the rest of this review? I think it was.
3: I think it was all oh, right. Um, <clears throat> honestly, I I am trying to. Fi- I'm going to figure out to see on my in my own perspective. I know that you guys see it otherwise, but I want to see if this match at Crown Jewel hurt um, LA Knight in any way. Um, and honestly, watching him out there, I know the crowd's always hype because the crowd you're in the crowd, so you want to be part of the show and you want to say, you know, all the good things that are being said along with your favorite wrestler. We've been doing that since the 90s with The Rock and Stone Cold and everybody. So, outside of that, I don't I, I want to see where the where LA Knight is going now. I want to see did this hurt his momentum? How did this where does he veer off? I, I I'm a little lost now. Since we all knew he was going to lose to Roman, it wasn't like he was going to take the belt. So where is he going? What what what's his direction now? Even this match with Grayson Waller, when I saw the flashed up on the screen, I was like, why is this even happening? Like I know Grayson likes to talk a lot of trash and whatnot, but other than that, it's like the man was just in in some really hot segments. La Knight was like insane I think- segments.
2: I think he's going to beat Logan Paul. And that's why. So the fact that he right. won today, I was like, this is the immediate difference okay. between Vince and Triple H. is because him getting a win over a mid Carter who's kind of in a tag team is a good sign of like, we are keeping him feeling important until we're heating him up for the next program. That's just the way that I see it. Uh, but I agree with you. It's tough because he was like already on the track to the world title. My guess is he's going to be feuding with Jimmy Uso and a couple right. of the, like, yeah. Um, Anthony Velasquez, SRS, is there a reason why Kevin Owens is being suspended or is he just taking some time off? I think we got that one before. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. I just want to make sure his question got answered because I would hate for that to not have been. We got a solo versus John Cena video package and a Jimmy promo here. Not a ton to write home about. This was a very dramatic and long John Cena video package, as has this run been. Uh, the strike has ended, so we'll see how much John Cena is still around. But I don't think he's actually a retired, guys. So I think he'll have a proper send off when the time is right. But any thoughts on this? I, I didn't think there was a ton to know I mean, here. He they just that just...
3: surgery, he was thanking the doctors over at. Um, yes. You know, Doctor Andrews' office. So uh, he's, you know, that and and you know, he's. We have a couple. You know, now that SAG is complete, everything, everyone's back to work. You know, uh God only knows when we'll see him again. Um, proper send off. I don't know, Hall of Fame. Yeah, obviously. I think this might be the year where they put him in. There, you know, they're Punk
2: him. coming back for a Cena retirement. Maybe
3: <laughs> they're putting him as the greatest of all time and all this. They're really pumping this this like farewell. And I do think that
2: he's gotta break Ric Flair's record before he retires, right? Especially now that Flair's in AEW. I don't know.
3: I don't know do they give it to do, do it to him, or do they do it with his daughter?
2: Yes. I think the, both.
3: Because I think the women matter just as much as the guys, to be completely honest.
2: I appreciate that you think that way. I don't think they do. Uh, because it's for the same title, technically, right? I don't right? think they do. I don't. I don't. Well, and because it would be the same title, right? Well, it, I want you, them it to it bring back
3: crazy. the big gold belt then and defend I it mean, 17, 18 more times.
2: I would love if they brought back the big old belt i'll bring back the wing eagle belt damn it oh man that's, that's sexy view. too
3: stop talking dirty
2: That's the- <laughs> <laughs> we head to our main event and let me tell you i really like it when we get a bunch of super chats about women's wrestling i really like it when we get women's wrestling in the main event and we got both today that makes me very happy so let's read through some of your chats and then we will talk about the match a little bit Corey David mentioning Mako Satomura or Blair Davenport with the stardom connection, talking about kind of this Joshi stable. Um, I would encourage you guys to check out Alex, uh, queen of the ring for anything Joshi wise. I always default to her cause I just don't know that world as well, yes. but I do know about Mako Satamora, of course. And I do know Blair Davenport's connections through there, uh, her tag team with Jamie Hayter, all that good stuff, plenty of possibilities to go. Sean mentioning Julia before I know Julia's contract isn't up until March. She's going to have some really fun matches until then. But those would be great pulls that they have now because Mako Sadamora is still under contract, I believe, and Blair Davenport is doing great things in NXT. So you could pull that right up if you wanted to. That's a really good point, Corey. Uh, (laughs) Hush, which is a great handle. I wish more people would hush (laughs) out there. Say it won't happen, but Mercedes feels like a perfect hit here. Uh, We talked about this a little bit, too. I'm very intrigued what happens with Mercedes now because... Hunter being back means women's wrestling looks a lot different than it did under Vince, but this would be the perfect place for her to re-enter. I don't think it's going to happen though, unfortunately. Well saying, I think it's different. Asuka, Io, and Kyrie all have history way back in Japan and NXT. I think we hit that too. Um, Just saying that it's not just they're together because they're Japanese as WWE is prone to do. I think there's some authentic connections there and it also is diverse stylistically as a stable, which is really, really good to see. Jay Miller saying, solid storytelling tonight with the LWO and Women's War Games build. Who joins the face team with Bianca, Charlotte, and Shotzi? Uh, Michin, I think, is a good shout.
3: The man, of course.
2: Well, I don't know, because it seems like we're not doing brand crossover. Um, So I think maybe you just do four on four, because don't forget, Dakota isn't cleared, I don't Uh... think. So I don't don't think you have to worry about that yet. Um, So I think it's probably four on four and you pull in Meechan's a a good one. Uh, The Spooky Scottish Witches got mentioned earlier and Louise is bringing them back up again. I think that could be also very fun if you wanted to go five on five for sure. For sure.
3: I love those women.
2: I know. More than they'll ever know.
3: They'll never know that I love them. That's the hard part. They
2: won't because they're just never on TV. I'm
3: going to go to the grave going, I wish they knew that i, I, I love them how
2: much i love them <laughs> yeah guys we are coming down the home stretch any more final super chats you want to get in we're we're going home on this if anybody watched csj and mike bailey or um takagi and uh tremperetta on new japan strong let me know uh is that is better than logan say so just checking in to say that people who don't like charlotte or bianca deserve jail time Jeez. Oh. Or a walk of shame Game of Thrones style. Tell me what I'm telling line and Kate, you deserve a bobby suit. Let's focus on the last part. But I I agree that I don't I don't love Charlotte as a face, but I can't dispute that in Ring she's one of the best of all time. Bianca is one of the most complete packages, man or woman, that this company has. I think they're getting some like lukewarm reception because Bianca has been feuding with damage control for so long and Bianca and Charlotte looked like they hated each other, and now they're on the same side of things. And this has just been stuck in the mud a little bit while I think Triple H is reassessing what to do with this women's picture, which is growing stronger and stronger over time. Sure. Um, but Bobby Lashley should send me a suit is really the takeaway that I got from that chat. Your thoughts?
3: wrestling is is, is well right now. We got a lot of stuff happening. We want to, need to, we want to know who the devil is. You know the five on five with the men. Who's the mystery? People are gonna come in. You know Randy Orton's name's been thrown around. All this great stuff. You know is is the Scottish? What's his name? Drew McIntyre. Is he gonna be you know Puerto Rican too and join the Judgment Day? Like God only knows what is happening right now. You Drew's know, there's an
2: interesting one because he's got that contract up in 2024. Fightfulselect.com for more information on that.
3: <sighs> I've said some things to you, Kate. I know I will not repeat here on the show, but I have sources. No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alex Ludd. Um Yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot, a lot cooking right now, which is refreshing going into Survivor Series, too. Like there should be there should be
3: and this is the good um, part about having a secondary promotion around, too. You could have things cooking and you could have the what ifs moments. Of who's going to go where sure. and who's going to do what and, you know.
2: It's also nice, like, just realistically, I prefer the way Triple H books things to, to Vince. Like, everything feels 1000%, very One thousand
3: percent, yeah.
2: Very quickly.
3: And that, that cannot be anybody everybody's cup of tea either. You could see, I mean, people need to understand Everything's not always rosy with with professional wrestlers. You know what I'm no. saying? Both men and women. Like, yeah, you're on the Triple H. Everything's great, but that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone there is going to agree and going to want to be part of a machine. Like, like they, you know, who they are. They just might have creative differences. You know, so like people need to understand that because I read a lot of like crazy stuff on all over the intro web.
2: Yeah, people think they know what's best for other people. Oh, my that goodness. Years.
3: That is, you hit the nail on the head with that.
2: Taylor Cannon bringing up, uh, honestly, I think Survivor Series would be a perfect time to debut Jade. I couldn't agree with that more. I was saying that from the beginning. Yeah. Like, if the plan is to have her go to NXT, I think that's a really good call. But Survivor Series, War Games is a really good match to acclimate someone to a new roster. Sean kind of spoke to this at the beginning of the show as well. And You can protect that- her protect her. There's not as much of a focus on an in-ring because it's essentially a plunder match. And um, any of those nerves that you might have, you can kind of temper a little bit. And I, I think it, it could be a really good place to introduce her for sure.
3: For I'm sure. down with it.
2: Will saying we know Triple H is booking because he's trying to get Julia. If it was Vince, he'd be like, who's that, ball?" Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, if, if you guys haven't seen Julia, you're missing out. You're only depriving yourself. She's such an enthralling presence and, and a hell of a wrestler go check out her work she's got a match with Trisha dora around the corner i'm so excited about it and louise telling me that stephanie vacure i think i'm saying her name right now versus Mayu iwatani i'm saying that right i hope was a certified pumper from louise so women's wrestling lighten up on new japan always wonderful to hear and see. I'm going to be doing a watch along of that on my YouTube channel tomorrow on delay. We're going to do an after collision that worked out really well last time. If people want to stop by and hang out with me on my at miss Kate babe YouTube channel, we're going to do that. Cause I, I think that card is awesome and I want to see it, but I obviously had this to do tonight and I've got some birthday celebrations tomorrow during the day. So we're okay. going to do that tomorrow night. Uh, that's, that's my own little shameless plug. You can follow me at miss Kate, babe on social media, but that is our show for tonight. Alex, all your
3: shit. Ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me on Twitter underscore Alexis Cardoza. You can find me on Instagram at threads at Alexis Cardoza. And uh, you can find me on the YouTube where I have a small little tiny baby show called Christmas Films Unwrapped. We just finished uh, episode number two with Cher Delaware. You guys know her. She's all over the internet doing insane things that are out of control and out of people's <laughs> minds. But uh, but yeah, she um she did an incredible job. We we went over Home Alone. Episode one was with Alex Palowski. We went over um, a Christmas story. I'm working on uh, on getting my schedule situated because I had like four dozen recordings. But Kate will be joining me, and we will be going over the Santa Claus um there. And then uh, yeah, moving forward, we're going to be doing um uh, Die Hard because that is a Christmas movie. Uh, definitely Elf. Uh, uh Muppet Christmas with, hopefully, Mr. Alex Pulaski. Um I and left yeah.
2: that one open for Pulaski because I'm such a good friend. And even yeah, though she Alex Pawlowski yeah, doesn't yeah. believe in so, friendship, I was like, I can't take that one if you're having you, Alex back on. My obviously.
3: YouTube's That's very fine. simple. You could either search for Alexis underscore Cardoza, I believe, because now you can, like, search for people with a little mm-hmm. at on there, or Alexis Cardoza Films, like, YouTube.com, Alexis Cardoza Films, and you'll, uh, you'll be able to subscribe there and check them out. So, I've received some some very good uh re- reviews and stuff like that so i'm happy i'm i'm happy to have wonderful people I being am. jolly with being jolly with me ho 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alice Pulowski. yeah how you doing
5: good I, I i wanted to come on here because i i, I you you weren't watching rampage and And the rundown from Luis was very lacking in a certain area. Oh, And I needed to inform you, Kate, of an angle that is happening on Rampage that is right up your alley. Okay? So during the Ruby Soho and Red Velvet match, a PA in the middle of the match bought a green bouquet of flowers, green roses, and gave them to Ruby. I think he probably could have waited until after the match, but anyway, he did it and he gave them to her. She's like, I don't know who these are from. And the ref uh, took them from her and set them down in the corner. And it didn't directly lead to a distraction finish. But it was basically a distraction finish with the, with the roses. Anyway, obviously, they're from Ange. Oh, my God. Then we're the next step in the relationship. And so backstage, oh. Ruby's there. And she and she's uh, – because they're interviewing uh, Dana Garcia and, and 2.0. And then Ruby and Soraya come in there. And Ruby and Ange are, like, making eyes at each other. They And Ru- and Ange's like, it was kind of from me. And, and Ruby's like, oh. And, the, and then Soraya's like, you – Get away from her, and she pulls her out of the shot. And Daddy Magic is like, "You get out of here. We don't need you being distracted." And then Soraya and Daddy Magic are like, "We have a problem. I know." And then so so they're gonna have to like try and keep their best friends away from each other, but they're in love. Will love went out. We don't know. It's the greatest story on rampage going.
3: On. I like that. <laughs>
2: Well, if there's anything I love, it's on screen romance angles yeah. and distraction finishes. So. I
3: got yeah. these.
2: Wow. Christmas crocs? You get Christmas
3: Elf crocs? crocs.
5: Elf crocs. Oh, I see oh now. My nice. My Very goodness.
2: Nice. Well played. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad the outcasts are breaking up further.
3: No. It looks like it. Probably. They're actually, it actually getting back together because now she's trying to avoid them from getting together. So. Love is in the air. My friends. Soraya will away.
5: make Ruby choose between her and Ange. And of course, she's going to choose love.
2: That is the most Jeremy Lambert thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm all out <I> of love. <laughs> I'm so
3: lost with that. I
2: say you. that with the most love for
3: you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: How was your watch along? Was it good?
5: It was all right. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we, we 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 got we got to talk about how it's uh, either Becky or Jade coming in for the fourth member of wow. of good of good of good girls versus Team wow. Bad Girls, and uh, it should that'll be fun. That will be
2: fun. Yeah. Look forward to it. Yeah. That's
5: it. <sighs> well, I just everything. wanted to make sure you were aware of that because now you can go back and watch that particular part of the show because I know your heart's all aflutter.
2: Oh, if there's anything I love, <laughs> it's absurd distraction finishes. Yeah, yeah. Is it so? Is it so bad? I'm gonna like it though. Is it one of those? Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Is this
3: gonna be for the new AEW backstage show? Whatever was that one what was called. I remember what was it called? Oh, right. what was it? Called? Back, Back, uh, access.
5: AW Back access. AEW all access.
3: There you go. Right? I don't know where I got back access from. That doesn't even Back access
5: right. it <laughs> is a very different kind of show. It is. Time that to is, end this That is on the Spice Network. Ladies and gentlemen,
3: don't look at my search history. Use NordVPN. <laughs> That's <laughs>
2: what's up. All right, guys. Well, I don't know how we're going to go home on a better note than back access, so we're going to end the show here, but have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend. So much wrestling happening tonight. And tomorrow, collision. You can catch Alex Pulaski with the collision review, which is not a watch along, which I thought it was for some reason. Um, and then at the same time, unfortunately, because I'm an idiot, all of my New Japan watch along. So have both screens open, but stay tuned for Grapsity as well. So much wrestling happening. We're out of here. Have a wonderful weekend.
3: Happy Veterans Day to all the veterans Happy out there. Happy Veterans